Chapter 19 of California Sketches by Oscar Penn Fitzgerald. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 19 North Beach, San Francisco. North Beach, in its gentle mood, is as quiet as a Quaker maiden and as lovely, but when fretted by the rude sea wind, it is like a virago in her tantrums. I have looked upon it at the close of a bright, clear day fascinated by the changing glories of a gorgeous sunset the still ships seemed asleep upon the placid waters above the golden gate hung a drapery of burning clouds almost too bright for the naked eye tamopias footnote a lofty peak of the coast range that shoots its bare summit high into the sky north of the bay and within a few miles of the golden gate from which the view is one of marvelous scope and surpassing beauty. End note. Tamalpais, towering above the Marin Hills, wrapped in his evening robe of royal purple, sat like a king on his throne. The islands in sight, sunlit and calm, seemed to be dreaming in the soft embrace of the blue waters. Above the golden glow of the breezy Contra Costa hills, the sky blushed rosy red, as if conscious of its own charms as the sun sunk into the pacific in a blaze of splendor the bugle of fort alcatraz pealing over the waters told that the day was done and then the scene gradually changed the cloud fires that blazed above the gates of gold died out the purple of tamalpais deepened into blackness in the thickening twilight the sunlit islands faded from sight the rose-tinted sky turned into sober gray the stars came out one by one and a night of beauty followed a day of brightness many a time from my bay window on such evenings as this have i seen young men and maidens walking side by side or hand in hand along the beach whispering words that only the sea might hear and uttering vows that only the stars might witness here i have seen the weary man of business linger as if he were loath to leave a scene so quiet and go back to the din and rush and worry of the city and pale sad-faced women in black have come alone to weep by the seaside and have gone back with the traces of fresh tears upon their cheeks and the light of renewed hope in their eyes on bright mornings new-married couples climbing the hill whose western declivity overlooks the golden gate and the vast pacific have felt that the immensity and calm of the ocean were emblematic of the serene and immeasurable happiness they had in each other they might have remembered that even that pacific sea is swept by storms and that beneath its quiet waters lies many a noble ship wrecked on its way to port but they felt no fear for there is no shipwreck of true love human or divine it always survives the storm north beach in its stormy mood had also its fascination for the storm-tossed and the desolate and the despairing it was hither that ralston hurried on that fatal day when the crash came his death was like his life he was a strong swimmer but he ventured too far the wind sweeping in through the golden gate chill and angry the white-capped waters of the bay in wild unrest the gathering fog darkening the sky were all symbolic of the days of struggle and the nights of anguish that preceded the final tragedy 
he died struggling if he had come out of that wrestle with the sea alive he would have been on his feet to-day for he embodied in himself the energy the dash the invincible courage of the true californian ralston did not commit suicide he was not a man of that type sitting in my bay window above the beach one stormy evening about sunset my attention was arrested by the movements of a man sitting on the rocks in the edge of the water where the spray drenched his person every time a wave broke against the shore suddenly he took a pistol from his pocket placed the muzzle against his head and fired i sprang to my feet as he tumbled forward into the water and rushed down the long steps and reached the spot just as a incoming wave bore him back to the beach dragging him out of the water it was found that he was still breathing and had a faint pulse the blood was oozing from an ugly bullet wound back of his right ear the ball had struck the bone and slightly glanced brandy was brought which he swallowed in large quantities his pulse grew quicker and stronger and looking around upon the curious and pitying group that had gathered about him he seemed suddenly to comprehend the whole situation with a desperate effort he rose to his feet exclaiming why didn't you let me alone if you had it would all have been over now am i doomed to live against my will the very sea refuses me a grave i made some remark with the view to calm and encourage him you mean well and i ought to thank you sir but you have done me an ill turn i want to die and get out of it all what is the trouble my friend i inquired the question prompted by pity and curiosity he turned suddenly stared at me a moment and said fiercely never mind what my trouble is it is what death only can relieve why didn't you let me die he was a heavy-set man of fifty with iron-gray whiskers a good open intelligent face and neatly dressed in a suit of gray cloth he reeled as he spoke and would have fallen had he not been supported by kind hands he was taken to the hospital where the bullet was extracted from his head and he got well who he was and what was his story were never found out he kept his secret about sunrise one morning looking out of my window i saw a crowd huddled around some object on the beach their subdued behavior suggested a tragedy the north beach rabble in its ordinary mood is rather noisy and demonstrative the hoodlum reaches his perfection here the hoodlum is a young californian in the intermediate stage between a wharf rat and a desperado combining all the bad qualities of both he is dishonest lewd insolent and unspeakably vulgar he glories in his viciousness and his swagger is inimitable there is but one thing about him that has the resemblance of a virtue and that is his courageous fidelity to his fellow hoodlums he will defend one of his kind to the death in a street fight or swear to anything to help him in a court of justice this element is usually largely represented in any popular gathering at north beach but they were not numerous at that early hour they run late at night and are not early risers but the women that sold beer on the flat the men that drove dirt carts the fishermen who fished in the bay and the crowd of fellows that lived nobody knew where or how that appear as by magic when an exciting event calls them forth were all there as i made my way through the throng and reached the object that had drawn them to the spot 
It was a man hanging by his neck from the highest tier of a lot of damaged hay bales that had been unloaded on the beach. He had come out there in the night, taken a piece of hay rope, adjusted it to his neck with great skill, fastened it to a topmost bale of hay, and then leaped into eternity. It was a horrid spectacle. The man was a Frenchman who had slept two nights in a recess of the hay pile. The popular verdict was insanity or starvation. From a look at the ghastly face and poor thin frame, with its tattered garments fluttering in the breeze, you might think it was both. The previous night had been colder than usual. Perhaps hanging was to his mind a shorter and easier death than freezing. Nobody knows. He, too, kept his secret. Almost opposite my bay window was a large rock, which was nearly covered by the tide at high water, and over which the surf broke with great violence when a north wind drove the waters upon the beach. The north beach breakers sometimes run so high as to send their spray over the high embankment of Bay Street, and their thunder makes sublime music on a stormy night. One day, when the bay was lashed into anger by a strong wind from the northwest, and the surf was rolling in heavily, a slender young girl was seen hurrying along the beach with downcast look and a veil over her face. Without pausing, she waded through the surf and climbed the rock, and lifting her veil for a moment and disclosing a pale, beautiful face as she cast a look at the sky, she threw herself into the sea, her veil floating away as she sunk. A rush of the waves dashed her body back against the rock, and as it swayed to and fro, fragments of her dress were visible. A passing cartman, who had witnessed her wild leap, plunged into the water and with some difficulty caught the body and brought it to the shore. "'Poor thing, she's only a child,' said a red-faced stout woman, who was the mistress of a notorious beer-house on the flat, but whose coarse features were softened into a pitying expression as she looked upon the fair girlish face and slender form lying at her feet, the blood running from two or three gashes cut upon her temple and forehead by the sharp rocks.' god pity the child she is still alive said another woman of the same class as she stooped down and put her hand upon the girl's heart lifting her tenderly in their strong arms she was carried into a house close at hand and by the use of proper means brought back to consciousness what were her thoughts when she opened her eyes and in the half-darkened room looked around upon the rough denizens of the flat i know not her first thought may have been that she had awaked in the world so awfully pictured by the grand and gloomy florentine hiding her face with her hands she gave way to an agony of grief her secret was the old story though but a schoolgirl she had loved sinned and despaired her weakness and folly culminating in attempted self-murder beyond this no more will be told i will keep her secret having reason to hope that the young life which she tried to throw away at north beach is not wholly blighted she is scarcely out of her teens now here a famous gambler tom h came in the early part of an afternoon and lying down at the foot of the huge sand hill above the beach shot himself through the breast a boatman found him lying on his back 
the blood streaming from the wound and crimsoning the white sand it was a woman that caused him thus to throw up the game of life he was a handsome fellow muscular clean-limbed and full-chested but it was a sad spectacle as they drove him away in an open wagon the blood dripping along the street the poor fellow gasping and moaning so piteously recovering consciousness that night he tore away the bandages with which his wound had been staunched declaring he would die for the game was up before daybreak next morning he had his wish and died above us on the hillside lived a family consisting of the mother and father and three children one of the children was a bright active little fellow five or six years old who had the quickest foot and merriest laugh of all the little people that were in the habit of gathering on the beach to pick up shells or play in the moist sand or toy with the waves as they ended in a fringe of foam at their feet on a windy day the little fellow had gone down to the beach and amused himself by watching the waves as they broke upon the embankment of the new street that was rising out of the sea at one point there was a break in the embankment leaving a passage for the waters that ebbed and flowed with the tide a narrow plank was thrown across the place for foot passengers the little boy started to cross it just as a huge wave rolled in from the sea and was struck by it and carried by its force into the deep water beyond his little playmates paralyzed with terror instead of giving the alarm at once stood watching the spot where he went down but at last the alarm was given and a score of men plunged into the water and began to search for the child's body a crowd gathered on the bank looking on with the fascination that so singularly attracts men and women to the tragic and the horrible at length a strong swimmer and good diver found the little body and brought it to the shore it was cold and stark the eyes staring the sunny curls matted over the marble brow and his little jacket stained with the mud one of the men took him in his arms and followed by the crowd slowly ascended the hill the mother was standing at the gate wondering what such a procession meant no one having had the presence of mind to prepare her for the blow when she caught sight of the little face resting on the shoulder of the rough but kind-hearted man who carried the dead child she shrieked as she fell to the earth o oh god my child my child the fatal spot was where the poor mother could see it every time she looked from her door or window and i was glad when the place was filled up there is yet another aspect of north beach that lingers in memory i have lain awake during many a long night of bodily pain and mental anguish listening to the plash of the waves as they broke gently upon the beach just below and the music of the billows soothed my tortured nerves and the voice of the mighty sea spoke to my troubled soul as the voice of him whose footsteps are upon the great waters and whose paths are in the seas and it was from our cottage at north beach that we bore to the grave our child of suffering our paul whose twenty summers were all clouded by affliction but beautiful in goodness and whose resting-place beside another little grave near san jose makes us turn many a wistful look toward the sunset End of chapter nineteen